0: 3 powered by the Tennessee Lottery on 104.5 The Zone. Don Davenport has Titans-Lions tickets ready to give away to one of you knuckleheads. All right? That's coming up in just a few minutes. Chuckle first, nuts. Yes. Chuckle Any of you chuckle nuts. But first, as you do with any guest, you need to welcome your guest before you take care of business, right? Uh, Alan Pell joins us in the uh, comfort of the Zone Zoom feed, and uh, he is from Sportsline.com. And Alan Bell and I, as I said, AB, earlier in the show, you and I were basically just uh, tweeting profanity or texting profanity back at each other last night, back and forth.
1: First off, I feel welcome, so thank you very much for that. Second, uh, yeah, we were. I mean, that last night, uh, buddy, we, we've we all seen some bad beats. That was uh, that was the worst I've ever seen. I, I mean, there are some that, that will equal that, but I don't know how it gets worse than that, like, just pure insanity and yeah those texts were fantastic
0: i mean there was so much going on and uh, as i said earlier in the show as we talk about sports wagering um you talk about the good you talk about the bad you take them both and then there you have the facts of life (laughs) and i i did this i bet cleveland uh plus the three and a half and then in game for some reason and i might have had some daddy rack uh, bourbon going on there I saw, I was like, I wonder what the line is now. It's 34 to 20 Baltimore. And I I thought, I wonder what the line is now. Oh, plus 13 and a half. I love Cleveland plus 13 and a half. But you know what I'm going to do? Instead of going that way, I'm going to go money line, which means they have to win (laughs) down two touchdowns in the second half. And sure enough, they take the lead with a minute four left. And I'm screaming at my television. Everyone in my house is asleep. And Kareem Hunt is going inside the five-yard line. I'm like, go down, go down, don't score. You know, I need them to score, not right there, because I knew, I knew that Lamar Jackson was feeling this tremendous sense of relief at that point, and that he was going to go out there and be able to free flow and play well, and a minute four was way too long.
1: Yeah, that's well played by you. I I, I see what you did there with your choice of words. That was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, think about this. You put that that bet in.
0: Officially, Don officially hates this show today.
1: (laughs) I do. I hate it. You put that bet in, feeling yourself and had it, right? With a minute left in the game. And who would have thought that there would have been two more scores after that? You know <laughs> what I mean? Two more, right? Uh yeah, I mean, what just what do you say? I I, I mean, and there were so many betters, you know. Think about this as a Browns fan. It's hard enough. Like that game last night, I thought it was gonna be Browns win, 25 years of just anger and frustration taken out they almost do and then if you're a Browns fan not only do you lose the game but then if you bet on the Browns as well you lose that bet like that had to be the there was someone in Cleveland that was having the worst night in the country right there in his living room and I feel bad for that guy it's
0: crazy uh my buddy uh Blake Fulton just texted me said MFers cost me four different parlays hope they lose every game (laughs) oh my god but that's where a lot of people are. Like, they take it personally on the team that screwed them in a bet. Oh, when they're the ones that placed the bet.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, big time. Uh, look, I said it on the show, I think, like, a month ago. Eastern Michigan, dead to me. We're never playing with them again. <laughs> they're, on, they're blacklisted. Like, they're done. I totally feel your <laughs> buddy there. Me.
0: He's exactly right. All right. Uh, so, bad beat there. Uh, it was still the game of the year. I mean, we're, we're not going to uh, – like, I want people to admit to me on Twitter. Right now at Bray Doherty or at 3HL 1045. Did you take the under in the Baltimore Ravens Cleveland game last night because you lost by 1.2 million points? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yes, yeah. Wasn't even close. Like just brutal. I, you you knew it immediately. You're like, all right, we're done here. All right, this is over
0: with. All right, Lamar Jackson. Uh, now six and two. Is that what you tweeted against the spread and straight up in prime time? So yeah. prime time, you take the Ravens with Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, I mean, they get the job done, you know, and you look at, you know, just this year primetime favorites, uh, you know, obviously are having a horrible season. Uh, But Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, man, they're playing in primetime. They come through with it. Yeah, that that was another win for him, Uh, you know, and not only, you know, six and two against the spread, but like six and two straight up as well. Like that means that they're handling business. You know what I mean? Uh, They just get it done in primetime.
2: So that's that's this year, right? That's that's history, recent history. Um, I was looking up Lions, Titans stuff, and, uh, you know, somebody was talking about how the Lions are one in four against the spread in their last five against Tennessee. So against a specific team, like how much do you really look at history of that when determining what you want to do? Because it's different teams.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> That's a great question. So, you know, there's some trends out there that can give you an you know an accurate look and there's a lot of data that can lead you astray and that's one where it could lead you astray because you look at those last 5 games who was playing in it you know like the third that game that was a
2: Marcus Mariota
1: year. Exactly. You know and it could have been a Chris Johnson game right like it has no bearing on right. this whatsoever right but you know I, the trends that i look at are like last 3 so like for example i'll give you one the Kansas City Chiefs arguably the best team in the NFL right They have the longest current losing against the spread streak in the NFL. Their last five games, 0-5 against the spread, right? So it goes to show that either the lines in Vegas are too high or this team is not, you know, they're either not scoring a ton of points or they're giving up points late because they're not covering these spreads, right? You look at the Miami Dolphins. They're the best team in the NFL in terms of covering the spread. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you know, some, some information can be bad for you. But if you look at like the last three games, last five games of a team, uh, that's that's your best in key information right there.
0: Matthew Stafford with the uh, rib thing, and uh, I, I'm curious how, how much does Matthew Stafford affect the lines? Because quarterbacks affect point spreads really hardly anybody else does.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right, uh, and and big. Your answer is big. So the Titans opened up as eight and a half point favorites as soon as the Matthew Stafford, you know, injury information came, which was in game, right? Like we we knew in the Lions game against the Packers, you know, that there were some issues there. Uh, it took less than 24 hours and the line shot up to Titans minus 10 and a half. And it's going to keep going because the public bets favorites and the public likes betting on the Titans. So that line's going to keep going. So yeah, to answer your question, quarterbacks, especially big name ones. Yeah, it has a large effect.
0: So have, is this one of those deals where you've missed the value here in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: here's the thing, like, you know, you can find the value on the other side, right? Like, look at Tennessee, you know, for everything that we've seen the Titans do the last two years, when they're at home and a large favorite, they generally don't cover that spread. When they're on the road and an underdog, they usually win outright. So, you know, this might be a play where even if you're a Titans fan, you look at it and just say, all right, well, you know, I kind of understand how this game goes uh let, let's let the public keep betting this up it gets to 12 12 and a half yeah you might play the lions on that one so it's just finding your value on either side of the fence
0: alan bell from sportsline.com is with us at alan bell 24 7 if you've got questions for him alan loves to interact with his twitter followers uh so get that done at alan bell 24 7 H- have you seen a line like the when, when we've started to talk about the titans down the stretch um a- after that cleveland thing um the green bay game is the one that sticks out right because aaron Rodgers taking advantage of no pass rush and he can sit around all day and you know put put a you know lounge chair back there or whatever he wants to do and then victimize that secondary that's the matchup that that i don't like out of the rest of them obviously um have you seen a line for that game yet
1: yeah so that line came out today the look ahead line at westgate uh the packers opened his four and a half point favorites which you know, it's a pretty low line. I mean, considering that the Packers are the number one team in the NFC um, and the Titans are going on the road. So, I mean, it, one, it shows respect to Tennessee, but two, you know, you look at the matchups. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers could, he could have a field day against the Titans, you know, secondary, but Derrick Henry could have a field day against the Packers defense too, right? So, you know, I, I think that, you know, that line is pretty indicative of two pretty darn good football teams. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a pretty tight game. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's a pretty low-scoring game. It seems like every time that we think it's going to be 60, 65 points, uh, both teams come out, play a little tight. So, yeah, keep an eye on that one.
2: Uh, uh, let's, let's go ahead and give away these tickets real quick, by the way. Titans-Lions talk. Uh, maybe you want to be in Nissan Stadium. Now is the time because it's Titans Ticket Tuesday, presented by Kentucky Legend. Caller number five right now. Listen to the phone number, 737-0663 seven, three, seven, nine, six, six, three color. Number five. You win two tickets to see the Titans and lions on Sunday in Nissan stadium. Good luck to you. Carry on
0: John on Twitter. What's the prize line number. So I'm glad we answered that one.
2: Oh six (laughs) six
0: three nine six six three. Yeah. We got it figured out this week. We're good. Yeah. We had, we had issues with that last week.
2: Yeah. I had issues with that. You'd think I would know since I'm already, uh, I'm always opening up the prize closet, but anyway,
0: Alan Bell, you tweeted, "I believe this is the week in the NFL to strike from a betting perspective. Why?
1: Yep. So you look at the last few weeks, you look at the last month, the public has been getting slaughtered, just slaughtered by sportsbooks. <clears throat> and look, it, it, that has to turn around. Um, and I see a lot of uh, you know favorites that are going to be on the lines this week that have favorable lines. I like a lot of favorites in the NFL this week." And that's what the public bets. And I think that you're going to find some value. We'll go through the games when we talk about them, but I think that that's going to play in it, you know, in the, in, in the factors. And I like a lot of overs this week as well in the NFL. And that's generally what the public bets as well. So I think that the public is going to kind of correct it this week. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people make uh, some good money.
2: Before we kind of hop into games and specific games and all of that, how much action is there on uh, placing bets on who's going to be the next head coach somewhere, anywhere, really. I mean, you know, when South Carolina got rid of it, now Auburn, obviously, that's a huge job in the SEC. Um, how much action is put in on on those?
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. And, and the answer is not many, like not much at all. Um, you know, some books don't even offer odds like that, but the ones that do, You know, especially when it's college, it's so kind of regionally specific that, you know, Auburn fans might bet on it. And then fans of where that coach is coming from, you know, like if it were like Notre Dame fans betting on like, you know, uh, Clark Lee. Right. Uh, But other than that, like, you know, you just don't see the big favorite teams like have to replace their coach, you know, like Alabama, Clemson, like Texas would garner a lot of money because it's such a popular play. But other than that, it's pretty low.
0: Speaking of Texas, what do you think happened there? Is it as as simple as they wanted Urban Meyer if Urban Meyer was ready to come and Urban Meyer wasn't? And so they just kept on Merman?
1: Yeah, I do. And I think that, you
0: know, but what are you doing though, right? Because like now, how (laughs) easy is it to recruit
1: against Texas? Like openly, you went after another coach, which, you know, it's one thing if you go after a coach where you have a high percentage to get him. What percentage did you have to get Urban Meyer? Like 1%? You know what I mean? Like it, it would be like pulling out a, a, a Bill Cower you know, when we hear his name. Like, you don't know if that guy's gonna come back or, or what. So now, Texas is kind of behind the eight ball because how's Tom Herman gonna recruit against Oklahoma, against Ohio State, who has been owning the state of Texas in recruiting the last two years. Texas, man, like that that was not something you do publicly.
0: So who will Auburn's next football coach be? Yes.
1: I mean, everything points to Hugh Freeze, right? And you look at it, you say, okay, if you're Auburn and you make that move, especially of a guy, you know, not only Gus Malzahn who's had success, but two, such a, just a tremendous person, right? Like if you're making that move, you have an idea of what you're going to do. So it's either probably going to be Hugh Freeze or, you know, Kevin Steele, right? Staying on. But do you get rid of a coach and pay that much of a buyout right now, to keep a guy that's already on staff. Like, I don't know if you make that move or not, you know? But, I mean, everything points to Hugh Freeze. All the odds, everything. He's the odds-on favorite everywhere.
0: It's funny. I, I I just keep hearing that that's not going to happen. So, uh, maybe people can look down the list. Uh, maybe you can get Steve Sarkeesian plus 1,800 or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's funny that you say that because, like, how many times over the course of us f- covering sports – have we all said that about a coach that got fired? Oh, that school must know what coach they're hiring because they wouldn't have done <laughs> that yeah. otherwise. And then and they then never do. Yeah. 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 And, and then you, then
1: you have an introductory press conference of Derek Dooley, right? Like where, <laughs> just like, where did this come from? You know, I mean, you're exactly right.
0: <laughs> and it legit is an introductory press conference like here's this guy that none of y'all know who he is and no, but his mom his mom calls him princess
1: yeah, yeah. she brought cupcake for the media right Like,
0: yeah no doubt uh the titans tickets winner was markel roberts so congrats to markel um and uh titans last home game coming up against the lions all right you want to look at some games this weekend real quick
1: let's do it man all
0: right sec championship game um <laughs> huge line alabama 17-point favorite over Florida. I, I think it might have been closer to 13 and a half, 14 had, had the LSU thing not happened. Do you see any value in that number?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, let me say this. I've ridden Alabama in the last six weeks at minus 30, minus 31, minus 32. And you know what they do? They cover, right? <laughs> I mean, this team has scored, what, 42 points the last, I think, eight straight games. And, you know, we talk about motivation, you know, this time in college football. I don't know if Florida's going to have it. And I, and even if they do, I don't know if it matters. Like, Alabama is on another plane. Alabama doesn't even play against other teams. They play against themselves. Like, they're just literally getting more perfect by the week. So, you give me Alabama minus 17, I'm
0: comfortable with that all day. What about Texas A&M at Tennessee, two <clears throat> touchdowns?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I would roll with Texas A&M minus 14. They've got something to play for, obviously. Still being in the college football playoff hunt, I don't know how much Tennessee has left in them. This would be a game where I probably look at the under. I think it sits at 51 and a half. You're probably looking at like a 30 to 16 type game. So you could have a tight spread, but I think you're going to find some value in that under.
0: I'm uh, curious
2: there, with Yeah, th- go ahead. Dawn. I'm just curious with teams playing this weekend, uh say a Missouri at Mississippi State, Mizzou with a a uh 2 point edge there. Um, I mean, there's nothing to play for at this point, right? No, like, yeah. not even a. I guess for Mizzou, maybe it's a six-win season when nobody really thought that that would happen. But, um, you know, Mike Leach goes on a three-minute rant this week talking about how it's been the, you know, least joyous season he's ever been a part of.
1: Well, I'll I'll say this: <laughs> L- listen into what he's saying, okay? And what I mean by that is this: is that you look at what Missouri's done. Uh, that that team is motivated. That locker room has stayed tight. They've played tough. And you look at Mississippi State; they've had a lot of players, uh, you know, opt out all through the season. The coach sounds in a terribly negative mood. It probably reflects the team, the, the the leadership, the locker room, everything. I'm going Missouri minus two, and I wouldn't be surprised if they roll all over Mississippi State because I think again, you know, we talk about motivation. Missouri's playing for themselves. I don't know if Mississippi State's playing for anything at all
0: clemson and notre dame uh trevor lawrence gets to play in this one what what do you think Clemson by 10 and a half
1: this is a dangerous game uh i I, I, I like notre dame plus 10 somewhat uh but you you just don't know i I mean you you look at Dabo, you look at clemson what they have in front of them you look at trevor lawrence they've had some games obviously get canceled this is a ramp up game they've been here before they know what they're doing (sighs) ah I like Notre Dame, but be but careful. Don't love them? Yeah. No, I mean, because you just don't know. Like, yeah. like Clemson could come out literally and put 70 up on anybody at any time. Notre Dame's got a great defense. Don't be wrong, but their D, D coordinator's leaving. Who knows what how
0: that's going to affect it. Uh, be careful on this one. Uh, any other college games that that you like on championship weekend?
1: Yeah, I love USC, minus three. I know that the game changed. Two. Yeah, the, they're playing Oregon. I think USC's a much better team. You look at what they've done this year. I absolutely love that game. And Iowa State, plus five and a half, wouldn't be surprised if they beat Oklahoma and went out
0: right. Interesting. What about the NFL? What do you see there?
1: Yeah, so it's going to sound so strange, but I think one of my favorite plays this week is the Steelers minus 12. Uh, And I think that Pittsburgh kind of figures a couple things out. They got offensive line issues. Clearly, they can't run the ball. But you look at the Bengals, you look at Cincinnati's done. Their last five games, they're averaging 10 points a game. They legitimately cannot score. And historically, no matter how good, how bad Pittsburgh has been, Cincinnati has been their rebound every single year. Uh, I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh on that one. I think the Colts minus seven uh, against the Texans. I really like that. And you look at Washington. They're getting six. You know, I I think that that could be a tight, you know, tight game. But look, they've won and covered four straight. And since week seven, they've outscored their opponents by 66 points. Like, that team believes in what they're doing. So they might not win the game, but I might ride
0: with them, you know, with the six. Alan Bell from Sportsline.com. What can people find when they go to Sportsline.com?
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. all kinds. Like, you know, obviously, you know, we grade bets. We give you the percentages, the highest, best plays, games to avoid. But, you know, also, you know, player props. That's so big. We simulate every single game with statistics, yards, passing, rushing, et cetera, things like that. So if you're into player props, go to Sportsline.com. Uh, we've got it broken down for every single game in the NFL. We'll have you ready for Thursday night. Yeah,
0: click there. Check it out. At Allen Bell 24-7. Thank you, AB. Good to see you, man. Hey, appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Uh, Auburn job. Uh, Mario Cristobal, uh, another uh, one of the candidates that uh, his, has his name out there. And somebody asked him about that opening at a press conference. He had some interesting things to say about that. Play that for you next. Here you tell Power by the Tennessee Lottery on 104.5. Tomorrow on the Midday